Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And I am so blessed. I just seem to find the coolest women to interview and and some men occasionally. But today I'm excited to be here with Shayla Boyd Gill. And she's, she's, oh my gosh, I really love her heart and her story. And you're going to so enjoy what we share on this show. So Shayla, welcome so much. I'm delighted that you're here. Thank you so much for having me be a part of your community today. Awesome. Well, as I always start, why don't you tell the folks what you do in your business and what you love about it? Absolutely. So I love to tell people that I love to help women entrepreneurs to boost their sales so that they can make as much money as they desire without any conditions attached to it. And also just not sacrificing the things they love the most, their family and their lifestyle. Uh, okay. We can just hang up now. Like, don't we all <laughs> want that? That's the thing, right? Yes. There's a lot of folks out there that are that are teaching you how to have the stuff and make the sales. But unfortunately, it's at the cost of your family, right? It's at the cost and it it hurts. It hurts to watch it. Yeah. So I know you have quite the family. (laughs) I do. (laughs) So it makes sense that I put family in this, right? (laughs) She's got a lot of kids. And so why don't you just tell me kind of the journey story, like how you got started in this. Absolutely. So um, as stated, the family is a huge part of everything that I do. And my entrepreneurial journey started because of family. Mm -hmm. I literally left a corporate career and I didn't know why I was leaving. It was, I was, I was prompted. And one of my, um, my son, he was in the first grade and his teacher said to me, he's really high level, but we don't have the support that he needs. He was very smart but they felt that emotionally he wasn't mature enough to be in an advanced class. Right. And the one thing she said to me, she says, if he stays here, we're going to dumb him down. I couldn't believe she said this out of his, out of her mouth oh my because God. he would be bored. Right. And right. he would be distracted. She says, the recommendation is that you put him in private school mm-hmm. or you homeschool him. And I'm like, pump the brakes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say what now? <laughs> the way my finances were set up, Private school wasn't an option. And I said to myself, I'm not a teacher. I'm not an educator. How could I possibly educate my child? Mm -hmm. And just as you just took that breath, I had to do the same thing. And let's just stop. This was not in COVID. A lot of people found themselves forced to homeschool. How many years ago was this? Because this was not like COVID time. So how this was 2003. Okay. Nobody was homeschooling like they are today. Okay. So keep or, 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 or here's the quirky thing. If you did hear about homeschooling, it was like something weird or some cultish thing. Right. And I was like, I don't do these things. Uh Uh And I just, I had to really sit in it for a minute. 
and understand what did I want for my child? Mm -hmm. I, someone has given me a warning. She didn't have to give me the warning. Someone's given me a warning. That was like a a whisper. That was a messenger for me. Mm -hmm. I took it as the messenger. I didn't resist it. And one of the ways I work in my business, I always say, how can I not, it's not possible. I can't do it. My question is always, how can I? And I believe the answers will always show up for me. So the number one, I left the door open. I said, how can I? And it was like, well, you're going to have to do something, take them out, figure it out. And I started immediately. I was listening to a radio station and there was a woman being interviewed and she had a homeschool collective in our area. And I'm like, okay, I believe in whispers from the universe. Thank you, God. Wow. They line up however they line up. And I said, let me get on the phone. So my journey started and it was abrupt. I understood. I left a career. I chose to leave a career that was paying quote unquote good money, mm-hmm. but it came with some sacrifices. And so this was just like the gentle push from the universe to get me out of a situation. And I just had to figure out my next steps. It was like, you know, I always believe you step forward, you look forward, but you don't look back. And mm-hmm. so I kept nice. walking forward and I asked myself, what can you do really easy that other people may have a challenge with? And okay. the big humorous answer was, I have babies really well. (laughs) I'm really good at birthing babies. (laughs) And, you know, most people would be like, that's weird. But I really had to, when someone (laughs) says like, (laughs) really promote what you're good at doing, I was like, I'm really good at having babies. (laughs) At that point I had three Uh and I had amazing birthing experiences. Mm. I, again, I fell into a path where I had advocates for my birth. I had a midwife. I had wow. a doula, a childbirth yeah. educator. I didn't know that these existed, but I fell into right. a place one day I went into an open house and it, that was the journey. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that happened. A lot of women in my community had really awful birthing experiences. Mm-hmm. And the number one reason I understood that they did is they didn't have an advocate for them. Mm-hmm. The, we, we weren't taught that you need a certain kind of class because we know if we think in our ancient ways, yeah, we know how to have babies. We were, but we were in environments where having babies were, was conducive. It was communal. Right. Absolutely. And we took that communal environment and caused separation. Changed it. Ab- yep. 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 And in that separation is we look for an expert to tell us what mm-hmm. to do. That's right. We no longer listen to what our bodies knew how to do. So we had to relearn what we already knew. <laughs> crazy. And so with all that being said, very long story, I became a childbirth educator, doula, and a lactation consultant. And that's where I started my journey through business. Mm. You may say, how in the world did you get from that to where you are today? Right, 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 right. It was learning experiences. It's, it's all about processes. Mm-hmm. I learned a process. I was able to share that process with moms and advocate for them and their families. And through that, they had amazing birth experiences. They told other people right. that they had it. That built my business. Boom, right. Word of mouth marketing. It was yeah. like, okay, it took off. And that I had a very thriving business, but it came at a cost. The cost was, I was really good at what I did. Mm-hmm. I had a demand, an in-demand business, mm-hmm. but the cost was time. Oh, babies come at two in the morning. It's not like you can control. They show up as soon as you get in the middle of a good dream, right? (laughs) So my phone literally became my second husband. Uh, My phone would ring and I would, I would react. I would say, 
I'm here, honey, I'm yeah. here. Let's go. Yeah. So it came with the sacrifice of me just always being on the go. And I saw down the line, like I can see future. I was like, if you keep up at this rate, you're going to sacrifice everything that you love, which was my family, Isn't that interesting? my yeah. relationship, my health. Mm-hmm. And we do this as women. Mm-hmm. We sacrifice ourselves with good intentions. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, it's the what I was lacking. being there for everybody yeah. else, right? Yeah. What I was lacking was a system mm-hmm. to be able to grow or scale without burning out. That's what I was lacking. So I needed the lesson of the birthing. <laughs> it birthed me as a CEO. It helped me to really see what it takes to run a business, what it takes to scale a business properly. And I did not know what I didn't know. So I had to fully experience it. Yeah. But I knew where to pump the brakes. Uh-huh. And like, Ed, I said, you have a choice. You can keep going and make good money, but or... you won't have anything left to celebrate it with. Oof, that is deep. Wow. I was never threatened. My husband never said anything. Yeah, My yeah. children never said anything. There's an internal thing. It but that like. internal, that when, when you get a message, you yeah. have to listen to that message. And we receive messages in different ways. But you, when, when you really are in tune, your intuition is just really there. That knowing, I knew I'm a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I get really involved in what I do. I knew that I didn't have a switch to turn it off. <laughs> and by now, have you had how many children? Because we had at a that few point, more. I had, <laughs> yeah, by then, by the time this little message came to me, it was at number six. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold so on. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. How do we balance it all? You, do you ever get messages where, where people will say to you, oh my God, you're such a superstar. You're such a this. And you don't, you don't see it because of it's course. so normal. You're just, that's just your zone. You're just, that's your natural the unconscious saying, confidence, as they say, right? Um, yes. And so I'm saying to myself, why are people saying this to me? Why are, why are other women saying this to me? Because I couldn't see the magic yes. that I was bringing yes. to this world. I think but ding, ding, ding. How many women world. have that problem, right? We, we don't see it. But then, you know, I had to really, again, pause, just like with my son. I paused yes. and I said, what you're doing is amazing. You are serving at the highest level, but you don't have to serve everyone. That was one message. It's not your wow. job to serve everyone. You don't have to say yes every time. Yeah. And it's okay to give yourself permission to take a break. And <laughs> I just had to sit in that. I'm like, it's okay to take a break. Yeah. I believe that everything that I need and deserve is going to come to me. And so I had to, there was the back underlying fear of if I stop, I won't have. Ooh, and there's so many juicy things in your story. Can I just take some some time and pull this apart? Okay, we're gonna start at the very beginning when you jumped ship, basically into. It's not like you left a a good job for another good job. You left a good job for holy heck, oh my god, for an old shoot moment. Yes, oh shoot, oh my gosh. (laughs) And yet, what you said is, I know if I say yes, basically the next steps will be revealed. Yes. How did you get that? Because I think a lot of people, Shayla, are at that point where it's the fork in the road, right? And if you keep going, you you know, it's going to get worse. You know, Mm. you're going to be slammed. Something's going to happen. Your kid's going to suffer. Your health is going to suffer. And you just jumped in. So, and and I see, I hear so many little bits in your story. That's who you are. So how do you get that in your being if you don't have it yet? It's, and it's not something that's learned. But it's a choice. 
Oh, okay. You have to choose to have radical faith. Now, when I say radical faith, I'm not saying be religious. You have to choose to have radical faith, a radical belief that everything that you desire is already positioned for you. And the way I look at it is you have two choices. You have a choice to believe the fear story that you're carrying, which what we learn is everything we worry about is what we will manifest. Yeah. Or you have the choice of having radical faith and a radical belief that everything that I desire will come into fruition. So do I want to believe and worry about the good or do I want to believe and worry about the worst case scenario? Yeah energetically, it's so much easier to believe what good possibility there is. And so you say, how did I do that? How did I had to choose? Because it's it's easy for me to say, I'm so worried. But if I give everything to that, and here's the the kicker. And I know it could have looked much different if I didn't have something at stake. My child was at stake. So sometimes when you have something like that bigger why people always uh-huh. talk about your big why. Exactly. If your why is at stake, you're going to make a different decision. Oof. That's why your why can't be money driven. I tell all of my clients, your why cannot be, I want a hundred thousand dollars. Right. It's just- because you can make money in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. or you can get a job. Okay. You can get a six figure job. Mm-hmm. The why has to be bigger than you. And for me, what was bigger than me was the lifestyle and the livelihood of this being that I brought to this world. I have a responsibility. And Mm -hmm. am I going to choose to allow my fears to guide my responsibility? Or am I going to do everything I can to give this being the best opportunity in life that I can? What about though, some people have a pattern, women have a pattern of not choosing themselves. Yeah. So you chose something outside of you. Thank God you made the choice yes. for your child. What if somebody doesn't have a child or, or, the, or children are the factor? How do you shift to, you know, women don't, weren't raised to yeah. choose ourselves first. They like, weren't. So how do you, how do you, how do you shift that? Cause that, those old patterns will get us tolerating. Oh, it's not so bad. Oh, I can do it longer. Oh, he'll be fine. Or she'll be okay. Yeah. You know, so what do you say to people, Shayla, around shifting that? That's a, an excellent question because we, my first instinct was not Shayla. It was yes, my son. Exactly. Right. And in doing that, that's where I, I became the doer, the implementer, yeah. like anything by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. Right. But where that sacrifice started coming in, when I said there were things that, you know, the relationship could be at stake, my mm. parenting or my health, that's where I had to learn a little later that I had to make myself the priority first. And the way that you can do that now is remember, no matter how much of a doer you are, no matter how much you've been positioned to be a doer, Mm -hmm. you cannot do if you don't do you first. Okay, hold on. (laughs) It doesn't happen. Like, like, you know, when Shayla, like y'all feel the truth bombs here. Literally, she's speaking, the hairs on my arms are rising. Because, Because these are the things that women need to learn. You cannot give from emptiness. You cannot create you from depletion. And yet we've been entrained. That's just how we roll, right? Yeah. Did anybody ever um, tell you you were crazy or did you ever get any pushback? From All you? the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start with me leaving my good paying job. Good job, you crazy woman. And, you know, go? think about this in 
as we were raised, you're raised to go to school and get a good job, paying job, yes, with security, especially benefits, with security, right? you know, retirement. Yes. And for parents, for my parents that my mom's single mom, my mother sacrificed. I saw it. You know, I was the latchkey kid. She worked hard. She made sure I had what I need, but she also made sure that I was able to go to school. I don't have the story of, oh, I had to have student loan debt. No, they sent me to school. My mother and my grandparents sent me to school, made sure school was paid for. So this ungrateful child (laughs) that got this good paying engineering job. Oh, Lordy, it's getting better here. And you want to go out and help people have babies? You, you, you're going hippie now, really? You're really doing this? We're wearing Birkenstocks now. Okay, so what's really happening? Did you shave your under? No, I'm Right, me. right. You know, you know, it's like, really, Shayla? You're, you're leaving that corporate career Ooh, where everything's set up? Engineering. Like, I cannot even imagine a farther. The side. whole, the face, the looks oh that God. came along with it. I will say this in, in, in full transparency. My mother is my biggest advocate. Like oh, she, beautiful. she, yeah. even when it sounds crazy, she's going to look at me and just say, is this what you want? Oh. Okay. I got your back. That's now beautiful. she will, beautiful. everyone else around her that's saying something crazy. She's still going to fight for her baby and say, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. This is what she was doing. My grandmother, love her. I love her. We have the best relationship, but you know, when people are questioning what you're doing, yeah. when the, it comes with these terms, little. How's that little business going that you started? Yeah, that little, you know? little, little How's that little thing? coaching yeah. thing? How's mm-hmm. that little birthing little? I'm like, who put little in front of it? Right. Because someone else, if we're looking outwardly for someone else to see the value of what you're bringing, mm-hmm. they'll never see it at the level that you see it. Right. And so when those statements were made, or when people say, why would you do that? You have X many kids. My response is, I never asked anyone to help me with them number one. So I'm not asking for anything. Uh-huh. Only thing I ask that you do is just support me in my dreams. I'm not asking you to invest in it. Right. I'm not asking you to help me raise my babies. Yeah. I'm making a choice. So what and I'm hearing boundaries, 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 boundaries. boundaries, and even in your relationship, let's talk about that. You know, okay. here's, here's what happens with relationships women will start a business. And maybe if you have a partner or you're married, the partner, you assume they're going to be on board for your business right away. Mm. You made a huge assumption. Mm -hmm. And the mistake I see a lot of women making, you start a business. I'm starting a business so I can make big money and I can do this. Notice Mm -hmm. I said, I, I, I. The mistake is you're not putting the we in the conversation. Mm. So the partner doesn't feel like they are a part of your dream or your journey. And so you wonder why they're looking, they're on the side, like, okay, I'm just here and you're doing you, you're, you're creating a gap. There's a gap. And so the way I learned to be able to just interject everything I'm doing with my family and infuse it in the family, I would, if I need to be away for a week, I'm going away for a week to learn X, Y, Z, so that we will be able to do this mm, as a family. Beautiful. I'm doing this so that we can be able to this. Mm. I'm doing this so that we can go on this vacation or we can learn this or we can create yeah. a family business or we create a legacy together. Everything was we. And mm. so my husband's the one like, you need to go to that event yeah. when I was feeling guilty. He's like, you need to go. <laughs> we have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Love that. But I, I train that. my family to be advocates. Yes, absolutely. They're a part of the business. My business. They're right. a part of, we have a family business. That's really awesome. I show up for it, but we have a family business. Yeah. Well, let me ask another question. Sure. sounds like, so you had the birthing business and I think this is what happens. You reach the burnout or you reach the place where you, it, it, it had to scale or something was going to give. Something. Right? Yes. And when I heard you say, shocking, I don't have to serve everybody. I get to say no. A, you were losing dollars. B, you mm-hmm. were like having very clear boundaries. I think that's where women get squishy sometimes. Oh, but the money. Oh, yeah. And what are they? Oh, but but they need me. I just want more. You know what I mean? Like, so how do you- Always just one more. Yeah. It's- so how, because then I know you jumped off into, you know, starting to coach birth and, you know, so, yes. so, so answer the first question. Like, how did you navigate that? It's okay to say no and honor my needs instead of everybody else's. It was a super scary transition. Let's be fully transparent with this because again, I was the brand. I didn't make the business the brand. I became the brand. And so it was a referral system that I created. Everyone says you need to be with Birth Diva. My company Mm -hmm. was Birth Diva. (laughs) Does that not surprise me? I love the name of that. That's perfect. So Birth Diva needed to show up for these events. Birth Diva needed to be on call. And I didn't, I felt like I was letting people down when someone would refer to someone to me. They said, you need to go with Birth Diva. So I kept saying, yes, yes, yes. And eventually I said, you don't have the capacity for these. Yes. And I didn't have a system in place for referrals or, or to create affiliates or things of that nature. Again, I knew what I knew got to where I could go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do I do? Yikes. Yeah. And so there was guilt associated with saying no. There was worry that came with that. Are they going to have the best experience possible? Mm-hmm. If I'm referring them to this person, will they do that? Will they take care of them the same? Yeah, of course. Of course. That's a hard place. It's a very hard place. And I did it too late. I did it oh. too late. If with building the business, I, the network should have been built in earlier. And so I would build it in, but again, I was driven by, I need to serve. And I was driven by, we need to make sure we have the income. I needed Mm -hmm. to replace that income. Mm -hmm. I knew how to replace it, but I didn't know how to create the boundaries. So I created the boundaries late. Okay. It worked, but it just, it was painful. It was painful. There was so much business coming through the doors and I'm like, I'm saying no to everyone. And now it's the reputation. She's not, she's busy. She's, she yeah. doesn't have space and I'm referring, but I'm refining who I refer people to, mm-hmm. but there weren't enough people to refer people to. Wow. So it just felt really convoluted. And I had to put a hard place in. I knew at a certain point I started, and this is the transition. Okay. I knew I needed to start something different because long-term Shayla was not going to be available. Yeah. Do this. This is, I, I felt yeah. it in my body. Yeah. This was not a possibility. I didn't understand how to build a team. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I was tapped out in all areas. I'm just completely tapping out. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know where to go. <laughs> you know, there's only but so much of me to spread around and to then have to spread it around to the family. Right. There was only so much. And I had to go into a hard no place, which mm-hmm. meant I had to just start referring people out. I had to allow my money to start gradually decreasing. Mm -hmm. That meant some bills were going to do what they were going to do, but my, there was, it was a hard place. Okay. Hold on. I had to make some CEO decisions. You use the word radical faith. Yes. 
was yes. that a moment of like, that was an absolute moment. What I'm hearing, Shayla, is that you get an intuitive knowing you get guided, you call them whispers or guidance. Yes. I call it knowing or intuition. And you're pretty ruthless about following that. Is that right? That is that- it's absolutely true. And it's, it's the thing that this, that disturbs people the most about me. <laughs> Because when I know, I know, and it's usually abrupt. Yeah. It's not, it's not usually like a clean transitional smooth. Oh, it's going to, it's like, nope. Okay. Shift gears. But how did you train yourself to trust that? Because I think once to me, it's, it's like the compass, it's the North star. When you get like, it's easy to act instantaneously because, oh, well then there's the next perfect piece. Yeah. So how did you, how, how do you know to trust that all the time to the Yeah. For me, I personally learned to trust that again, going back to the beginning through my birth experiences. Oh, okay. And that trusting is knowing that I knew and was taught my vital was my body was very capable. Mm -hmm. And I had no proof that my body was capable. I had to, in the midst of birthing, determine that my body was capable. That was the biggest and brightest lesson yeah. that I had because I said, if you can push a baby out, oh heck, you can do you anything. Know, yeah. Or even, and I, I even said this to my birthing clients. You know, maybe, maybe your way was not to push the baby out. Maybe something different had to happen. But if your body could grow something mm-hmm. from nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were able to get that out of your body by any means necessary, you can do anything. I just love that. And and, 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 and you that. have to have some kind of crazy belief to allow your body to go through that entire process. That's amazing. You and know, trust I, that everything could be, will go as best as possible. I, for me, I have natural childbirth as well. I, you know, yeah. we're very much on the same page. And I was always, you know, when I was younger, I was always sickly and had mm-hmm. asthma and was, you know, and for me to deliver naturally, I call that my Mount Everest moment. Yeah. And, and I referenced that. I was like, like, this is nothing. If you, like you say, push a baby out. Yeah. Holy heck. And so I just want to say to you, people listening, you might not have pushed a baby out of you, but right. you might have anyway. divorced. You might have survived to death. You might have hiked a mountain. Like, find the thing in you that you can, because that's when I asked Sheila, how do you trust? She has a reference. She has something she can go to and say, boom. You have an anchor. You find an that anchor. anchor. Exactly. You find your anchor. And for some people, the anchor is like, you know, it's something, it may be something traumatic that they survive. Yeah. For other people, it may be something beautiful that you experience. Right, right. But find that anchor yes. because you can reference that anchor when you hit a hard spot or you hit a wall. You can reference that anchor and say, what did I do in that moment? That's so good. What did I do in that moment? And so when I'm asking myself, you know, how did I survive giving birth? It doesn't make me a superstar that I did it, but I had to tap into what were the things that I had to do? I had to believe something bigger than me. Mm -hmm. I had to give it time and trust the process. And then I had to actually go through the process, go with the flow versus fighting what my body was trying to do. And I let it happen the way that it needed to happen. Understanding that the outcomes can shift at any moment, Mm -hmm. the outcome, but being open to the possibility of things going exactly the way that you desire. So it's the same thing about when we think about abundance, for example, Mm -hmm. 
you when you think about abundance, you have to trust that something's going to happen the way that you desire it to happen. Now, it may show up a little differently than the way you think it can show up for you, but it's still trusting a process, seeing it happen. Like I would visualize when I was in labor, I visualized what was going to happen. I saw the end. So Mm -hmm. I thought about the end. This is what the end will look like. Yeah. What is it going to take for me to get to that place? I had to just be willing to go through it. And the same thing when you're making decisions, be willing to go through it. So first you have to be able to make a decision. You know, we have to be decisive individuals. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to make a decision and then anchor to that decision, anchor to it, Mm -hmm. hold space for it and go with the flow. And have radical faith. I love that. It has to be super radical because we can make a decision, share it with someone else and fluctuate because of someone else's thought, Mm -hmm. their concerns. Think about when I left my job, I could have easily said, oh, well, they're worried. They're right. Uh I'm not going to make as much money. It's nothing that's proven. I already have a good thing, but I had to anchor to there's something bigger. That's right. You've been here before. I love this. This You've been here before. You can do this. You've not seen it, but you can do it. You know, you know, you know, and that's why for entrepreneurs, um, if, if, if we're speaking to entrepreneurs, you, you're, you're a special kind of person. Oh, absolutely. We <laughs> love you because you're, you're crazy spe- like we, us, we right? all have a little something yeah. twitching somewhere <laughs> that makes us a little bit radical for you to decide I'm going to break free of a system and do this my own way. It takes a special brain. It takes a special type of person to do that. And you already have something you can tap into. You, you may not have um, been able to reveal it yet, but it's there. You have something in you that's saying, go for it. And here's the thing. You don't have to know the how no. you just have to know the next little tiny step. The next step. The next little tiny step. Like, you know, you didn't have a whole, you didn't, you didn't get a download of a whole business plan. You no, got. Absolutely oh, not. <laughs> I'm just go here, right? It's literally one step and then the next step and the next step. You start and you ask, how can I? The next step, how can I? And in that, how can it, it may be you need some support. It may be you need to do this one thing. You need to learn this thing, but how can I? And then once that's revealed, next step, how can I? But you keep going. You're so cool. I'm just having such a fun call. Like, I'm like, oh, darn, we're coming to the end. I wish I could talk to you longer. And I'm sure the folks want to connect with you. So Sheila, where do they find you? And if you have anything Absolutely. you want to offer my folks, let them, let's just sure. we'll put so, all this stuff on the show notes as well, but go ahead and see. It'll it. be there. So you can find me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Also, you can go to YouTube and find me or my website, shaylavoidgill.com. And the biggest thing is if we're talking about our next step of how can I, when you go to my site, you'll see I'm not birthing anymore. <laughs> but instead, we're birthing businesses. So I'm really birthing you into your next journey of saying, how can I to high ticket sales, to living your highest, your highest level and being your highest self as an entrepreneur. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely go check out the site. There's some cool free items on there for you nice, where you can nice. tap into just saying yes to being more, having more, exploring more and living a life you absolutely desire. Well, you know, let me, let me just like, cause I, I don't know that we finished this. You were the, the birthing, you know, the mm-hmm. birthing, and then you had a business helping 
midwives yep. and doulas, right? And yes. then you moved into entrepreneurs. So if you're wondering yes. like, how does this lady know about business? She isn't just birth babies. She births businesses. I birth right? businesses. So- I, I took you from birthing the babies to birthing a business. But it's all a process. Everything Absolutely. I've learned as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, and remember, I was an engineer. I understand processes. Oh. I understand step by step how to make things work, how to bring things together. So now I'm able to help you to bring businesses together. Ooh. So it's still the same thing. Beautiful. So I want you to, you know, you have shared such beautiful wisdom today, and I'm so appreciative. But I just want to just sort of go inside and just see if there's anything, anything that is yet to be said that needs to be said, like final words. Final words for you is just really trust the process, trust your own internal process. It's already there. Mm. It's already there. Stop looking outward. Stop waiting for someone to tell you what to do and listen to what your body is telling you that you need to do. Mic drop. Just gonna just drop the mic right here. Chill it. What a fabulous show. What a nice, nice, nice time together. Um, and I just I love the demonstration because I think in I'm really a big fan of natural childbirth, as I, you know, we both talk about that. And that can be really disempowering or it can be life-changing. And you don't have had to had a natural baby or a baby come out of you naturally. It's you get to choose in any event, anything that you go through. Is this going to birth me or is this going to dampen my spirit down? There we go. Right. I so I that. want you to, I want you wherever you are in life, just like take the lessons that we've spoken of today, the radical faith and the how can I? How can yes. I? You can have faith that things are going to go wrong or you can have faith that things are going to work out. Choose one. Choose yes. one. So, <laughs> oh, this is so good. All right. So thank you guys again for listening. And as always, if this show touches you, send it to somebody. If you, you know, think of two people that you would be like, oh my God, you got to hear this episode. Send it along. We want to pass this around. We want, want, we want people to be inspired and understand that there's infinite possibilities yes. and you can create the life and the business that you love. All righty. Peace and blessings. Bye now. And thank you, Shayla, so much for coming. Thank you. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group. And I'm super active in it. So each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot. And I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings. And I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.